the Attuned to You podcast. I am Ash Marshall Adele, spiritual teacher and mentor, healer, intuitive, medium, empath, Reiki master and teacher, light worker, meditation facilitator, meditative artist, crystal therapist, master's degree teacher, and author of the book, Lightbound, A Healer's Journey Through Trauma, CPTSD, and Anxiety. The Attuned to You podcast is where we delve into the intersection of energy, matter, and the infinite possibilities of you. And here we connect, learn, and grow through stories, skills, and tools that help you turn more deeply into yourself for developing more ease, clarity, capability, and insight. Each of us is an intersection of past, present, and a future that is yet undecided. Freedom, love, openness, and wonder require some shifts. If you've ever thought about it, freedom often requires a preposition from and to in order to create understanding. When we achieve freedom from something, it creates an open space, which allows us freedom too. In life, love, relationships, and in the self, freedom is about releasing ourselves from some things so that we can be open to other things, to new things to experiencing ourselves and all that is part of us in a fundamentally different way. It truly is a paradigm shift rather than a necessarily outward sense of freedom. We may experience freedom as leaving a job, a relationship, a place, but the truest sense of it is within how we feel, as if a weight has been lifted. Creating freedom is working in a way with you and your life like a set of old-fashioned scales. Taking away a weight will lift one side of the scales while the other will lower. As we take away, we experience shifts within us and without in our very lives. As we add new or different things into the mix of daily life, we experience change within and without again. Creating balance is finding the right types and amounts of weights to add to your personal scale. Everything that we experience in life can be felt emotionally, mentally, and even physically. Each thing has a certain weight to it. We talk about the experiences all the time, the way something feels heavy, like we're carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders, or if the legs are encased in steel, lead weight, and conversely, light as a feather, walking on air, floating. These descriptors and so many others that we use in our everyday language are the words of our experiences the sensations that we have in, on, and around our bodies. Within each of us is a connection to our own experience that goes beyond the physical, mental, and emotional, and into the energy of each of these, and so much more. Connection to the energy is something we all do subconsciously. Our language is a repository of expression of sensory that moves beyond the five senses of the physical body. When we tune into sensory input, we can feel currents of energy in the very body. A fun and easy way to tune into the flow of energy is to clap your hands together two or three times. Rub them briskly for about 10 seconds. Now cup your hands so the fingertips line up. Put your attention on the tips of your fingers. Slowly push your fingers together and pull them apart. Do this multiple times while paying attention to the space between your fingers and palms. It feels like magnets push and pull. 
almost as if there is a physical pressure. Running through and surrounding us all is energy. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It simply transforms. Our physical bodies use the energy that we take, food and water, and use these elements to power us up, to provide warmth, cooling, heartbeat, respiration, thinking. In other words, cellular activity. The very cells of our bodies are their own little universes. The atoms, like many solar systems, and the body itself, its own universe. Energy moves through and around us all the time. Some of it we feel and experience with the five senses of sound, smell, taste, touch, and sight. Some of it we experience is simply a deep knowing, a feeling that something just is. We experience knowing in many ways. Some people can feel when someone is looking at them intently from behind. They cannot see them, but they feel it, almost like a physical weight. Turn around and there is the person staring hard. We may also walk into a room and feel uneasy for no particular reason. Sometimes we might meet a person and feel uneasy around them. And other people, well, sometimes you just know they're going to be your friend. There's just something about them. Sometimes we have feelings that we cannot explain in a logical way. Those feelings that we experience. It's the intuitive. Some call it the gut. Intuition comes from within you. The energy that runs through and surrounds each of us is a type of information that we all receive just like we receive sensory input from the five senses. Learning to tune into and attune to it is a process. Learning to accept it at a deeper awareness level takes some time, some skill, and some openness. Freeing yourself to open to the possibility of your own deep inner knowing is a step beyond the physical and the logical and into the very energy of you. We all have the capability to tune into ourselves more and more deeply, to free ourselves from in order to open towards a different way of being. It is a perceptual shift. It is also a belief shift and a physical shift of looking inwards rather than outwards for all the answers. There are many core influences as well as perceptual ones that interact within you to create your energy and the energy that runs through and around you. Choices are obviously a huge one. As we move into our more aware self, our bodies, and of our needs, and both the quality and quantity of what we choose, our life benefits in every possible way. Not only do we feel better physically, mentally, and emotionally, we have opportunities to engage in our own lives differently, to move forward in ways that support us in creating relationships, interactions, and connections that create a beautiful, warm, loving glow within us that helps us move forward in life when things do become incredibly challenging. We also, each of us, has to acknowledge how the past interacts with the present within us, in our minds, hearts, bodies, choices, and lives. Everyone has a past that affects both the present and even the future. Our lineages, both maternal and paternal, the upbringing we received, past choices and behaviors, and current ones all play significant roles in shaping the way we are in presence. Many people are survivors in one way or another. Things that we did not receive that left us open and vulnerable or closed and rigid. Perhaps even both in different ways and areas. There are also things that we did receive. 
the gifts of those two lineages of our past interactions, encounters, learning, choices, and behaviors that help us to create both the present and the future we desire. We often look to the past. We immerse some things very deeply while others become cloudy, obscured, or simply disappear, the mind not deeming them worth remembering or the mind protecting itself. However, it is both the past and the present that determine so much of how we are in our lives, in our own heads, and even our own bodies, which is a huge part of the perceptual experience that we have. Determining how to move forward in life is one of those choices that often leaves us either frozen, maybe feeling like a victim with no choices, or spinning round and round because there are choices and we simply can't decide. Both no choice and choices are a perceptual difference. The mind sometimes cannot come to a decision because we fear. If we make a choice, we may lose something or someone, or we may lose ourselves, our comfort, our place that we currently embody. Fearing mistakes often is accompanied by feeling like the world will end or that a catastrophe will happen. These types of fears are often subconscious ones, and it is amazing the power these fears can have over our choices. Choice in itself is singularly empowering and powerful, as it not only defines, but also predicts life in many, many ways. We make so many choices in a day without even thinking about them as choices, but they are. Those routines that we engage in, the autopilot of life. Routines support us. They provide a stable foundation for us to go forward in life. However, they can also sometimes cause issues, autopilot decisions, those habits that we have which we do not realize affect us so much. However, autopilot itself is a choice. On occasion, the seemingly most innocuous decision has the greatest impact on other choices. For instance, eating breakfast is something many people eat each morning, while others choose to eat later, mid-morning, or even lunch. Supporting the body's needs and internal body clock that is part of our DNA and of our life's circumstances determines so much about how you feel, not only mentally, but even physically and emotionally. From personal experience, I have learned that eating certain things, such as fried foods, has left me feeling like crap for hours or even the rest of the day, which has affected all my other choices. When I do errands, meet a friend, sometimes canceling, and how I've been in my business, which is about healing others, which requires energy, focus, and presence. I've missed opportunities because I have been feeling horrible. I've missed out on fun, on family time, on enjoyment, and on business opportunities. Choices can be difficult. However, when we allow our intuition to play a part in our lives, we can experience a change in how we live our life. Consider all the choices that you make in a day. Consider how many times you have agonized over some choices, or just simply worried. When you have some free time, consider doing a little experiment. Sit quietly in a quiet place. Open your mouth as wide as is comfortable for you a couple of times. Raise and lift your shoulders. Make fists a few times. Rotate your wrists. Take a giant breath and expand your ribcage. Take a deep breath and expand your diaphragm. Then breathe into your belly. Clench your butt, then your thighs and your calves. Wiggle your toes and flex and point your feet. Now simply allow your body to ease back into a comfortable sitting position and let your breathing deepen 
So you fill up your diaphragm and your belly. Imagine your feet slowly sinking down into the ground, all the way into the center of the earth, as if you could rest your feet into the warmth. Imagine that warmth traveling up your calves, knees, hips, belly, chest, shoulders, all the way up to your forehead, right up to the hairline. Imagine that you can breathe that warmth into and out of your physical body and into the very air around you. As you breathe it in, you relax more and more, your body feeling as if it were simultaneously cradled and floating in that warmth. Allow your mind to travel into your abdomen as if your conscious awareness could sit inside of it. Now ask your body, what do you need? Let that question just be there like a little bubble in your belly, waiting for an answer. Just keep breathing. Breathe that warmth in and out for a little while. Don't worry if your mind wanders. Just bring it back to all that warmth that is coming up into your body and the warmth that you're breathing in and out. Give yourself time to receive. Let whatever comes to you come. It may be an image, a color, a shape, a word, a feeling, maybe even a movie clip. Don't judge it in any way. Simply let it be what it is. This is your body communicating with you. Once you've received, you may consider writing it down, journaling. Journal about the whole experience, what you felt physically, how your body felt in that time. Emotionally, what feelings did you notice? And finally, what thoughts did come up? All of this is information, awareness of you. A relaxed mind and body helps you to tune into and attune to you on many different levels. It provides a respite from daily life and even a little mental and physical refreshment for you. It calms the mind and lets you slow down. It provides a lot of advantages mentally, physically, emotionally, and even energetically. We all have so much going on in life. Getting in touch with our own needs, let alone deeper awareness connection, can be a challenge. Finding time to simply be, to truly support you in ways that help you feel better, can be in itself an exercise in both stress, fear, guilt, and more. The many demands that we have on our attention, energy, and lives are there and can be at times overwhelming. Obligations are part of life. We choose them. Jobs, families, animals. The list is usually pretty long. Obligations are ties that we create. The bonds that we tie ourselves to in life. These bonds provide for us in many, many ways. Love, money, housing, food, clothing, pleasure, enjoyment, contentment, and companionship, just to name a few of the common ones. Obligations also take up time and energy. Obligations can sometimes also be intertwined with fears and guilts as well as love. I used to call my fear, love, obligation, and guilt the flog. Then I used to whip myself into doing things for others. I also felt resentment and anger because I was so tired, stressed, and frankly just done. It often felt like there was nothing left for me, and I just wanted to sink into a very deep sleep and stay there for the next year, which made me feel guiltier and sadder, as well as mad at myself. I had to learn to uncouple fear, obligation, and guilt from the love that I gave to myself and to others, and to learn a different way of being. When we choose things, and when we take a moment to remember the why, all the good reasons and all the good things that each of these things brings to our lives, we create a space within us to allow for a shift. 
We'll create a willingness to begin to move from where and how we currently are mentally and emotionally to a bit more mental, emotional, and physical equilibrium and towards how we would actually like to be in the present moment. Perhaps we may even find some joy, some laughter, and a smile. Reasons for doing something are sometimes more important than the thing that we are doing. The positive reasons can be our intentions, the emotions coupled with the action, and the thought. Intentional is important. Intentions also require acceptance. When we can accept that things are as they are, without putting a lot of stress on ourselves, others, and the situation, the circumstance, the event, we can begin to move into a state of just being while we are in the moment. Acceptance is actually huge. It can be a relief to not expect anything, to not put pressure on ourselves or others for an outcome, and to just accept things, situations, and people as they are, which includes yourself. Acceptance can require us to acknowledge many, many things and to deal with those things within ourselves. Acceptance also requires that we acknowledge all the parts that play a role in every given situation, relationship, and interaction, which again includes us. When we can acknowledge all those things within us, the little voices in our heads that whisper, shout, growl, or grit out all those fears, obligations, angers, resentments, sadnesses, we can create an opening within. When you create an opening, you are inviting yourself to share with you in a different way. When you ask that feeling, what do you need and what am I not getting? You are allowing a part of you that is feeling that feeling to be heard. Emotions and thoughts are there for a reason. When you listen to them and give yourself the right to acknowledge them, not suppress them, it creates a difference for you as a person. Feeling your feelings and acknowledging your thoughts, the good ones and the bad ones, confers to you and your subconscious that you and your feelings are valuable important and that you matter. It is hard to listen to and acknowledge our own thoughts that sound horrid or, or things that we wouldn't actually do in life. But there is a reason that we have them in the first place. They are the state of the union of the many different parts that have different needs, wants, and desires that go beyond just physical. Tuning into these needs and beginning to make a plan for yourself on how to meet them is important for self-empowerment and a better you in all your relationships and all that you do. You, just you, without any considerations of others, is important. You matter. You are just as important as others. Acknowledging your importance as being equal to others' importance is a good distinction. Giving and receiving equally creates flow. Creating good reasons in your mind as to why you value choices that you have and are making, allowing emotions and thoughts that you suppress to be heard and acknowledged, and listening to your own inner wisdom of your own needs makes an opening for you to make present and future choices that help you and your life feel better. When you regard your life as a learning experience, you open to creating a life for yourself and the people and things that you love and value that just feels better. All the choices that you have and opportunities that you have to experiment with your life and figure out what doesn't and what does fit is really good information. Knowing what does and what doesn't work for you in your life are equally valuable. Being willing to play around with different things breaks up monotony. 
which is actually important for your brain because the brain just stops seeing things after a while. Changing things up freshens up the neural network and your life. Change doesn't have to be huge to be impactful. Sometimes the smallest change has huge benefits, like taking a 10-minute lie down, a 5-minute stretch, eating at a different time, going to bed earlier or later, establishing a routine, playing with Legos, imagining yourself as Tigger, bouncy, bouncy, fun, 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 and just smiling at the mental image. You could even consider doing an earth bath. Imagine yourself sinking down into the molten warmth of Mother Earth and simply breathing that warmth in and out of you as if it could fill up the very air around you and floating in it while every care and worry and thought just float and leave you. Just thinking about things is a way to begin to make a change. Decide to be fun with it. The mind is your playground. Visualize. Journal about it. Sit with it. Feel into it. Use your intuition. When you think about something, what do you feel in your body? Does your jaw clench? Do you get a zing up the middle? Do your shoulders try to climb up to your ears? Does your butt clench? Do you feel yourself getting rigid? Or do you feel relaxed? Warm? Do you feel drawn to it like a magnet? Do you feel calm and sure? You may enjoy taking a few minutes and journaling on what your body feels like about different choices. Pick something perhaps that you've been considering. Sit quietly or take a walk. Feel into it. Journal about all the things that you notice going on in your body, your emotions and your thoughts. Your body is a great place to tune into when it comes to choices. Your mind takes in more information than you are consciously aware and your intuition is tuning into more than just mental awareness. Play with your life. Play isn't just for kids. Include some choices that are for you to experiment with. For yourself to enjoy playing around with some choices because that is a big part of making both life and change fun. Freedom comes in knowing that you can choose. And love comes when we remember all the wonderful, good, valuable reasons of you, of your relationships, of your interactions, of your past, and of your present. Openness begins when you're willing to try new or different things and to allow yourself to acknowledge your feelings and thoughts. When you say to yourself, I see you, I hear you, I love you no matter what, you are gifting yourself with drops of unconditional love and love freely given and received by the self is the way to wonder. Loving yourself, appreciating and allowing brings many, many gifts with them. Just notice the beauty in and around you. It is wonderful. Right now I'm noticing my cat snoring next to me and my dog intermittently scratching and shaking her head. It brings a smile to my face because they're pretty great. Loving yourself and all the wonderful things in your life is such a lovely thing to ponder. For even as we use energy to make our lives, we also receive energy. Take time to notice those things, smiles, laughter, holding hands, engaging conversation, gifts, actions. Whether they're past or present, there are so many things to notice and appreciate, which can bring a beautiful warm glow right to your center and it feels so good. 
Let that warm glow grow inside of you. Notice how you feel. Whenever you need a boost, simply take a moment to remember what that warm glow felt like and let it come forward into the present moment and sit with it. Enjoy it. You can also create a warm glow in your important relationships. Share from your heart something that you deeply appreciate about a person. Let the warmth fill up your being and shine from your eyes and from your heart. As if it could be a light that just goes forward into the other person. For yourself, look into the mirror, into your own eyes, and tell yourself something that you deeply appreciate about yourself. Smile into your eyes and let warmth and love fill your gaze and see it reflected back to you. The energy of unconditional love and appreciation feels good. And when we both give and receive from a place within of freedom, love, openness, and wonder, life flows forward better. Thank you for joining me on the Attuned to You podcast. If you would like to learn more about what I do, please visit sacredjourneyswithash.com.